Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You are listening to Scoop B Radio. What's going on? I hope wherever you're listening from, you and your loved ones are safe during this COVID-19 period. Hey, this is the producer of Scoopy Radio, DJ Manio. I would just like to take the time out to give a big thanks for the listeners to the pod. We did record numbers last month. So on behalf of Scoopy and myself, thank you for the four years of supporting Brandon on his media journey. If you have a few minutes to spare, please fill out a short listener survey. Go to scoopyradio.com slash poll. You can also share your opinions about the show so we know what works and what we can do better. That's scoopyradio.com slash poll. S-C-O-O-P, the letter B, R-A-D-I-O, dot com, slash, P-O-L-L. Don't worry, if you didn't catch any of that, the link will be in the description. You're listening to Scoop B Radio with Brendan Robinson. E.K. Manny. Manny. Yo. Scoop B Radio. You know what's official if Barry Bond said, yo, the best in the business. That's word of Scoop. You either tuning in or reading the word of Scoop. He show you the proof. If Scoop B say it, you know it's the truth. Sports and entertainment, he give you the mix. Some of the biggest interviews, he give you the fix. On iTunes, the number one podcast, the joint and the journalist, the GOAT, so why ask? Watch out, watch out. about it? If he naming them, ScoopB.com, do numbers like Chamberlain. Pin game is a gift, got the gift to gab. If he say it is gospel, it's as simple as that. Now pay attention and you can see the way it go. Enough of this talking. This is Scoop B Radio. You're listening to Scoop B Radio. Get on his Instagram now. At Follow Scoop him. B. At Scoop B. Follow him. Yes, sir. Scoop B Radio. In your airways, on the plane, on the train. Everywhere you need to be. I am Brandon Scoop B Robinson. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Scoop B. Instagram and Snapchat at Scoop underscore B. Make sure most importantly that you subscribe to the Scoop B Radio podcast available on all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or simply by visiting ScoopyRadio.com. Like I said, 2.1 million streams are one of the reasons why 
is because we bring newsmakers on the pod. No different here is on the line right now. We got my guy out in Houston, Kelly Eco of the Athletics and the host of the Brody and the Beard podcast, joining us. Kelly, welcome to Scoopy Radio. Damn, yeah, finally on the show. I wish you be, Kelly. What's going on, man? Man, the whole world on here never hit my line. What's going on, bro? Man, I'm going to be in Houston, February, when we Oh, yeah. That was, man, that was, that was when the world was still good back then. That was when the world was semi-good because we still love Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, how has it been out in Houston for you? How have you been adapting to this new world that seems to be shaping? Um, it's been a process. I think initially when everything started, you know, the immediate response was how are we going to continue coverage, how are we going to continue the season. And it kind of forces you to adapt the way you do things. You know, typically people like us take sports for granted. We take games for granted, going to, to cover these games for granted. And without that, you know, at first it was a shock because now you have to think of how am I going to adapt? How am I going to pivot? You have to lean on your relationships. You have to lean on those connections that you've established, hopefully with the team. And because you're going to have to get creative in your coverage for however long sports was gone which was like almost four months. So it was a process, um, but it also allowed me to learn some things about myself. It allowed me to learn to work more efficiently. It allowed me to tap into some of the stuff I had kept on the back burner, you know, due to the season, I wasn't able to bring some of those projects out. And now without sports, you're able to bring them to the forefront. So I think it's, it's been a mixed bag. Obviously we all want this virus to end and want people to stop dying. And you want things to get back to some semblance of normalcy, but you know it's allowed us to kind of tap into our creative, our creativity, you know, our entrepreneurship stuff like that, and and find some way to get work done. Scooby, ready on the line with Kelly Eco of the Athletic. Uh, for you, um, you're the guy with the with the uh, velvet jacket on camera uh, <laughs> at the arena. Um, how rigorous! Are these Zoom calls, and how do you prepare for them style-wise? Style-wise, that's a good question. So I, <laughs> initially, I think I think after the season starts, I'm gonna I'm gonna put back the fits on. I haven't worn those in three months. They collecting dust in the closet. But you know, in terms of other preparation, you just it's kind of the same. You understand that every day or every other day, you're gonna hear from the coach and one or two players, and you just have to kind of spread your stuff out. But the thing is, don't ask the same question over and over again. Because if you think about it, these guys are sick and tired of hearing the same question asked in three different ways. You know, Everyone knows how it's going to be normal. It won't be normal. On the ball. Everyone knows the question about, is there, is there going to be an asterisk? You have to figure out ways to, I guess, differentiate yourself from everyone else. But at the same time, don't put all your eggs in one, in one uh, basket and go hard that one day you got to spread it out so it's, it's a give and take so now um you covering the the uh houston rockets this season what did you make of the team before the halt uh on march 11th um i still wasn't sure obviously the main point would be them going small and they did show that they could be good teams being the lakers you know, that first day after the trade for Covington, they beat the Jazz twice, they beat the Celtics twice, 
Um, but there were also also some some slip ups. They lost to the Knicks in New York. They lost to Charlotte. They lost to Orlando. You know, they 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 came back and beat the Timberwolves, but then they didn't get the Timberwolves, and that was a depleted team. So, I think they still have some work to do, especially defensively. Um, there wasn't a lot of communication. They weren't that good defending the paint, getting rebounds, stuff like that, defending in transition. Those are the areas where a smart team can exploit those holes in the Rockets in the playoffs and. They have to do work now between now and the season starting to, to correct that because there have been good moments for sure with you having Russ and James and those shooters around you playing fast, playing small. It catches teams off guard in the beginning, but after a while, after you see enough of it, you, you can prepare for it and you can take advantage of it. So they have work to do between now and then to get things right. Were you disappointed to see Chris Ella training? Disappointed? Uh, initially, it was confusing, I would say, because you don't really see teams trade away a young center making a lot of money. It just never happens that often in the NBA. So it was, it was, it was confusing. It was disappointing to see them kind of abandon that project because I feel like Capella could have been really good in Houston. You know, he was already good, but he could have been even better. You know, if he had been a lot more time, but I do understand the reasons why they made the move. You know, you want to give Russ as much space as possible. It's different than playing with Chris, where Chris was able to use Capella as a vertical spacer, so there wasn't a need for you know him not being on the floor. Now, D'Antoni wants to play small, and he's been flirting with playing small for a couple of years in Houston. And the, the early returns of the Russ and Capella chemistry weren't that great. You know, part of it is because Russ was still coming back from his injury, and part of it is because those two styles just didn't mesh. The way Russ plays now, he's essentially their center because he's the most efficient player around the rim. So you kind of didn't need Capella. Now, if they had a center that could shoot threes and be a decent rim runner, then I would have understood that. But, you know, I see why they made the move, you know, getting clean out of this. Not off real. Russell Westbrook uh, announced recently that he had COVID-19. Uh, he's away from the team. He's quarantining and he's figuring out the next steps. For you, were you surprised when you heard the news? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, it's the same way as I would have for any, you know, star player. It's just really surprising because this is the disease that killed a lot of people. Now, Athletes like the NBA players are fortunate because their bodies are, for the most part, in tip-top shape. And we've seen that, looking to the CDC and those doctors in charge, that, that they say that young people that are generally in shape can recover from the virus. But we've also seen young people actually suffer from the virus and actually die. So when I think the, I think Donovan had it first, and I, people were really shocked because he's a young player and stuff like that. But for us... Yeah, it was definitely surprising. I was shocked. But I'm glad that he's doing okay. I'm glad that he's going to be in Orlando today. Uh, I talked to Coach D'Antoni today. <clears throat> and he told us on the Zoom call that Russ is expected to be in Orlando today. So that's good news. What um do you think this layoff has done to benefit players on the Rockets, if at all? Um, I think the most beneficial part of the layoff 
has been the fact that players are now able to get rest. You know, the Rockets are a, play, are a team who play a lot of minutes. Mike D'Antoni trusts the starters to play, you know, 35, 36, 38 minutes a game. A couple of the Rockets, you know, obviously with them being an older team, they were dealing with a couple of, you know, injuries, you know, knocks and bruises. Chuck had a shoulder stinger. Hard, just general soreness and fatigue. Russ still had the finger and the knee. Uh, Dale House had a shoulder issue. Covington had a knee issue last year. This time, a lot of guys to get healthy. Oh, Eric Gordon had the knee issue. Get a lot of guys to kind of heal up. You know, and now, if you hear them speak on the Zoom calls, they're all saying that they're healthy now. They're ready to go. And that's been the one key. Because during the season, you don't have that luxury of taking four months off to kind of heal up. Because, you know, guys want to play. and it's, it's their money and their job. and They're competitive. They don't want to take time off, but now you kind of were forced to sit on the sidelines for a bit. So I think from that perspective, the the four-month layoff was beneficial to the Rockets. How will James Harden be successful going into the result of the season? Um, I think for James to be successful, he, one, has to get to see how his body is. You know, I wrote the story of him kind of in Phoenix, the workout, getting in shape, saying that this is the best his legs have ever felt in a very long time. I think that's going to be a key for James to be successful. He has to be able to have that endurance, that, that fifth gear. Because, you know, playoff basketball, the going gets tough. So you have to be able to, to, to sustain that, you know, load, sustain that damage. Another thing he has to do is trust his teammates, get the job done. This isn't a one-man show. <clears throat> The, the, they could be successful, but it has to be a team effort. We've seen the best teams that have won championships have been by team effort. And, you know, like the Warriors, the Raptors, it wasn't just the Steph Curry show, it wasn't just the Kawhi show. You know, it's been, all guys have to be on board. So I think the biggest thing, I think the Rockets are a team, if you look at them top to bottom, they have the talent. But to the, for them to get that, Take that step from a good team to a great team. It has to be a mental thing. And that comes from trust. That comes from commitment. That comes from communication. The, the intangibles are like everyone calls them. That's what's going to separate the Rockets from games of the finals and from going out in the first one. James Harden uh, was doing news recently because of a Blue Lives Matter mask that he wore. Do you <laughs> know if he has since changed his mask? Yeah, he, he, he um, issued a statement the next day, actually, on the media call saying, you know, it wasn't a political message. He just saw it because he thought the design was cool and it fit his beard in his face. And to be honest, a lot of people, including myself, I had no idea that that image was a Blue Lives Matter. I had no idea. So I, I thought that, that the outrage that he got online, some of it, you know, was genuine from people that actually know what it was, but a lot of it is just cantacles. I didn't. I didn't see. The, I didn't. See, I didn't see the reason why you would ever think that James Harden <laughs> supports Blue Lives Matter. Like it was just dumb. But I'm glad that he cleaned it up the next day. He got on top of the of the situation and handled it. Yeah, that's real. Scoopy Radio on the line with Kelly Eco, your podcast, uh, in the Beard. Uh, it seems as though you began it during the pandemic. Am I off base? No, we we began it during the season, but um. It's in line for a reboot, like a rebranding. 
leading into the season. But we actually started it um, in October, so it's been going on for season started. What are you most proud of with your podcast, uh, particularly this year? Um, it's a great question. I think two things I'm most proud of. One is the ability to get you know, some good guests. You know, obviously, anybody that 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 listens to your podcast knows that you get you know really good guests. Scoop and Radio. we've been fortunate to get you know some good names on there. And another thing I'm proud of, we were able to. I think one of my my best episode was the one with Pablo Sampaloso speaking about police brutality, Black Lives Matter movement, and his own experience with the NYPD back in 2016. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was it was it was an enriching for me to just hear somebody trust me enough to come on the platform that we have, me and Mo, and just talk about things that matter. You know, everything is not just about basketball and stuff like that. Obviously, we love the game, but there are things, as we've seen in the last four months, there are things that are far more important than people doing the basketball for them. So it's been good to, to kind of grow my voice, get comfortable in that role, and also, you know, get people on that can tell their stories and, and try and impact change and, and spark movements. Scoop B Radio. That's real. Did you grow up in the Houston area? How far back do you did you follow the Rockets before you became a reporter covering the Rockets? So I I've grown up here for the most part. I spent some time in Nigeria, also growing up in boarding school from you know what thirteen to eighteen, seventeen, eighteen, yeah. I came mm-hmm. back. Um but I've always followed the Rockets just just off just as enjoyment because I love basketball at the game. Um, I, I got into, you know, a more serious role covering the team, you know, in, what was it, 20, the ending of 2017. The ending of, like, the playoff run. Yeah. Now, that was the year when it was all about James and Russell's MVP, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, I've, I've been up here for the most part for the majority of my life. What were you doing before you were at the athletic? Before I got to the athletic, I was covering the team for Rockets Wire, which is a subset of USA Media Group, mm-hmm. USA Today Media Group. Um, I was covering the team, so I would go back and forth between between uh, here in Austin. So I was going to UT, so I would drive. I would drive down to the game at like five, cover the game. I was sitting in, the, in those high ass bleachers up there. Um, I was covering the team. I'll leave the arena at like ten, eleven. Drive back to Austin. I was doing that throughout the season. And I was just grinding, just trying to because even though I was sitting I didn't have a great view of the team, I was still I was still in the locker room. You know, every it doesn't matter where you sit in the arena. At the end of the day, all of you guys are gonna be in the locker room. And it's up to you to make the extra step to talk to the guys, talk to the players who aren't getting as much love as, you know, the, the main guys. I think that's where I kinda of found my niche. Um, just talking to everybody, just coming to them on a, on, on a human level. You know, a, a lot of times Scoop the reason why people radio. in the media aren't—they <clears throat> might not understand players that they see them as subjects. You know, they're human beings too. Just because somebody goes two for seven, you know, from three, and then night doesn't mean that they're not good. Or you have to kind of figure out why. I think that's what differentiates me from a lot of people. I don't care about the what as much as the why. So I think <clears throat> no matter where you are in terms of coverage or, or recognition, it's all about you building those relationships and establishing a culture 
of trust, honesty, and fairness. What is one thing that you wish you could have done differently before the pandemic, professionally? Um, professionally, I wish I could have. Oh, it's a great question. I wish I could have traveled more. Uh, <laughs> during the season, there are games that you look at, you know, when you're planning your road trips that you don't want to go, it's just because of length, you don't want to touch 30 cities in five nights or something like that. But I wish I could have done that more because if I would have known that we wouldn't be able to travel for months, I would have gone to every city, <laughs> gone to every game. So I wish I could have done that. Yeah. The NBA season starts, or well, the restart begins July 30th. Um, what do you see the rise of this outcome being from your perspective in the Western Conference? I think they have a bit of shot to, 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 to make it out as the Lakers Clippers. It's just going to come down to the mental, like I said, you know, are these guys willing to put in the effort? Are they willing to put in the, the, the grind? Cause this is going to be a grind. Everyone's coming at the same level. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you did before the season broke. Now this is a whole new, this is it's like a tournament. And you're seeing a lot of guys preach that mentality that this is like a tournament. It's like an AAU style basketball. No fans scrimmaging up and down the court. We're going to see who's the, 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 the toughest. I think the, the team that's going to be in the finals or the conference finals, it might not be a top two team standings wise. It might be just be a team who judges at the right time, a team who communicates the most, a team that gets the most stops. You know, I think there's going to be a time unlike any other. And I'm excited to cover it. I like what I'm hearing. Kelly, here's the good news. You're off the hot seat. <laughs> I'm good now. I got scoop, you man. You can scoop. It's an honor and a privilege to have you on, man. We got, we got to make this happen more often. Yes, sir. Him, uh, anytime, bro. I got you. All right, my brother. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll talk soon. All right. And this is Scoop Radio saying, you bring the coffee and I'll bring the Duncan. Kaboom! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, 
Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.